Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Hello, I'm Pastor Kamisha, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us. Let's pray before we get into the Word. God, we glorify you. We thank you that your ways are higher than our ways, and your plans are higher and better than our plans. And we just acknowledge, Lord, that we could never love ourselves better than you love us. So it's to our best interest. It behooves us to rely upon you and to trust in your will and your way for us, Lord. We just thank you for today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the confidence that we have in you and the faith that we're able to declare that you are Lord and you are the Lord of our life and that we believe in you, God, and your word is good. Minister to us, Holy Spirit. Minister to your people. Supply them, God, abundantly and sustain them with everything that they need to accomplish the good works that you called and predestined them to, Lord. We thank you again, Jesus, and we bless you in your name, Lord. Amen. 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 Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're continuing our study in Romans, and we're in chapter 15, and we are going to reread verses 14 through 24. All right, so who would like to read that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, LaCharles. Now I myself am confident concerning you, my brethren, that you are also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able also to admonish one another. Nevertheless, brethren, I have written more boldly to you on some points, as reminding you because of the grace given to me by God, that I might be a minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering of the Gentiles might be acceptable, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I have reason to glory in Christ Jesus and the things which pertain to God. For I do not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ has not accomplished through me, in word and deed, to make the Gentiles obedient. In mighty signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about to Lycrium, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. And so I have made it my aim to preach the gospel, not where Christ was named, lest I should build on, the other, build on another man's foundation, but as it is written, to whom he was not announced, they shall see, and to those who have not heard shall understand." For this reason, I also being much hindered from coming to you, but no, but now no longer having a place, having a, but now no longer having a place in these parts, and having a great desire these many years to come to you. Whenever I journey to Spain, I shall come to you, for I hope to see you on my journey and to be helped on my way there by you. If first I may enjoy your company for a while. Amen. So the floor is open. For each of you to share with the Holy Spirit speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. All right. So who would like to begin? Um, I will. All right, Charles. I found instantly, I found verse 15 interesting where he's talking about how he more boldly wrote about certain things. I think Paul is also saying that when he referring to how he boldly wrote about them, he's referring to how he made sure he explained the things that they had struggles with. 
he made sure he spent time on that. That's like how you and mommy, if we, if you know we certain in a certain thing, you could say you spend time on that. Like since we don't struggle with murdering, you don't spend five days talking about it. Whereas something else that we may struggle with, you go over that in detail to help us learn and see all the effects it has in your life. So I think that's also what Paul's getting at here is that he's he writes about everything in the um in this epistle but he makes sure to spend extra time on the areas where they really struggle with so he can fully address them as they need to be addressed. Hmm. So how does he know that? Because it's a question I want to ask, right? Yes. When he wrote the, this letter to the Romans, and clearly we're reading it now, he had not been there. He had not yet visited with these people. So how would he know what areas of their life they're struggling with? Right, and, and, and I love the example you brought up. You said, well, we don't struggle with murder. Right? Yes. However, are there some challenges with anger sometimes? Yes. But then the Lord say, if you have anger in your heart, you've already murdered your brother? Yes. So sometimes we do have to address some things. And it's not just for you. This is for everybody, right? We're just talking... Yes. So we may not think that we struggle in an area, but the Lord points it out and says, no, 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 let's, let's discuss this. And then even in, during, in the example given, right? Hey, we have a perception or perspective. Well, we haven't committed the physical act, right? But then what the Lord do? He revealed more fully, providing wisdom and understanding. And all you're getting, get wisdom. And get understanding, right? Yes. So Christ in his ministry, he said, hey, look, if you've, you may not have done the physical act of committing murder, but if you even have anger toward your brother, you've already committed the act. And now there's more understanding because it changes our perspective, right? Yes. So he, he did readdress those things and it's a safeguard for them. And that's what Paul is doing here. But yes. again, the question is, how would he have known because this is a people that he had not visited. So how would he have known what their struggles were? There's two ways that Paul uh, knew about the struggles. First was by word of mouth. That We see that in Romans 7, I believe, where he goes over the things that they struggled because he's heard of it. He said, I heard that you guys struggle with these things and that some people are even marrying their mother. Like he referred to a guy in the church. So he's obviously heard about it. And there's also the Holy Spirit. That was that, in Corinthians, right? Corinthians? Yes. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. In Corinthians, where he's... Wait. Hmm. One second. Okay. <laughs> so, so... He's trying to prove you wrong. Yeah, uh, that's okay. And, and we can give grace. Maybe he's yes. just and trying we, to clarify his own yeah. thought. Yeah, yeah. I was. I wasn't trying to prove that wrong. I was just trying to make sure what I was saying was accurate about him hearing it first. Yeah, Before I, I continue to plow, of course, and that is First Corinthians five, where that was. But found. this is what we're supposed to do: rightly handle the word, and Amen. we're supposed to do it together. And we do often take myself personally, often thinking of a section of scripture and thinking it means something, and then go look at it, and go, ah, that wasn't where I thought it was, and it doesn't mean what I thought it meant. At least, not mm -hmm. in context of what the Holy Spirit was sharing me in that moment. And so, I think um, over the last few. Uh, podcast i meant to i meant to say something one of them and forgot and just to encourage the listeners 
it would be easy to listen to this podcast and think that we have it all together and we don't. <laughs> and we're, we're all just normal people trying to understand God's word better and apply it better and hear more clearly and be more obedient Amen. in what God calls us to do and, and hopefully encourage you to do the same thing. But mm-hmm. we have to search the scriptures Mm-hmm. To find the things, uh, maybe we have better apps or something. I don't know. I think you guys know the the scripture much better than me. I I just use Google to search it and find it. So, brother, we got the best app in the world. It's the Holy Spirit. Yes, Amen. and all the and all heaven and all the earth. We got the Holy Spirit. That's the best app ever. And uh, thank you. I love how you bring that up. How we're all learning and searching the scriptures together. And and we welcome you to come and join us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely, come and join us, and you will see just how much we're, while we're here discussing the Word, the Holy Spirit will minister something, and we'll be taking off, searching through multiple scriptures and looking things up, and and then discussing them, and it's all happening in the moment. Yes, and just being transparent That's and authentic. And exactly. In that in that same vein, I just want to encourage the listeners as well, uh, where um, if if you could say it in these words, we appreciate that you listen. Amen. And we hope this blesses you, and we hope you'll give us feedback on that of how it's blessing you or how we can pray for you or how we can serve you. I also I just want to encourage and remind everyone, this is not a substitute for your private time with the Lord Amen. in the Word. And so don't let this become a substitute. In fact, if it's listening to this podcast or spending time in the Word alone, spend time in the Word alone. And let the Holy Spirit minister to you and spend that intimate time developing your relationship with the triune God alone. That d- does not substitute for it. No. The, and if when the Lord spoke to us about this ministry, it, and this podcast in particular, this podcast, he said it was meant to augment what the people are receiving in their time with the Lord and in from their churches. Mm-hmm. Get in a good Bible-based local church that preaches the Word of God in, in full. entirety. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. a physical bit building. Mm-hmm. And you yes. can come join us if you want. That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. We'd right. love to have you and, and discuss the Word together. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and hey, you can even join us and be on the podcast yourself. We'd yeah. love to have that. Mm-hmm. So, the Charles, did I delay enough now? Have you got your thought together? <laughs> yes. Okay. And now we turn, turn it, back that, to the Charles with his previous thought. Is that the body working together? That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Seeing that I did not see any word that Paul that references that Paul heard uh, directly from it, I'd say there's three things that could have possibly happened. We already covered the first one. The second one was because he's addressing problems that are common to men. The scriptures clearly state that there's problems that are common, but we don't think they're so common. We think we're exceptions to the rule. So Paul is explaining both things that he's seen um, through all the places that he's been through and the similarities and stuff that has been a struggle for people and, and he's just addressing it before they have need of it. The Holy Spirit doesn't wait till after you commit the sin saying, oh man, I should have told you <laughs> that's wrong to do. No, he tells you before that so you know it's wrong, but you override him to go do what's wrong. Okay. Then the third point is that he had the Holy Spirit who clearly directed him to write this letter. Paul wasn't just writing letters just for the sake of it. It was clearly Holy Spirit based as to what these people needed to hear. That's why it's scripture. Scripture is the speaking of the Holy Spirit through a person and in writing. That's what scripture is. It's not just our thoughts jumbled around on a sheet of paper and saying this is scripture. It's all from the Holy Spirit. Okay. Absolutely. And I would 
out of your three points, I would go with the, the third one. point. Yes. <laughs> and why would I say that? What does he exhort Timothy and Titus to do? Especially Timothy. To be instant, in season, and out of season. Right? To be able to give a word in season. Yes. Is that not what prophecy is? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? And, and even if someone doesn't have the office of a prophet, there's still insight that the Lord gives that then people can share. Yes. Right? Okay. So again, let's look at this. Mm. He's not going to a place he's ever, he's writing to a people in a place that he's never been. He wanted to go, mm-hmm. but he hasn't been there. So I would say the likelihood is more that the Holy Spirit, well, the Father through the Holy Spirit, is prompting him. <coughs> right? Just like Christ. Yes. What he should say. Right? What he should speak and what he should do. Mm-hmm. Yes. To write specifically for their needs, for their edification, for their growth. Their growth, not the common general growth, but specifically to them. Yes. You're yeah, going to share just, something, brother? Yeah, no, I just um, was was weighing um, with Charles's statement and, and certainly agree that it was mostly Holy Spirit-led that's doing this. But there, there was probably some some level of acquired knowledge about what was going on in Rome that he had because he clearly knew that Christ was not there in that um, in 20 and thus make it my ambition to preach the gospel not where Christ has been already named unless I build on someone else's foundation so he's he knows that it's consistent with what God has called him to do this is a place where Christ has not been named because he's not building on somebody else's so he has some knowledge of that that's been confirmed either through general knowledge that's been a come to him or through the holy spirit but mm-hmm. i think it's probably just he just probably knew from other people that he's talked to and communication he had because because he does seem like he was well informed about what was going on in the references where he did hear about other places where he had been exactly yes. and letters that came to him and and things of that nature so it's, it's fair to assume that some of it definitely came it, mm-hmm. it is possible yeah. mm-hmm. first and foremost he it's always his relationship with the lord and the holy spirit right Absolutely. that's why he exhorts Everybody, right? Timothy and Titus and, and even Luke to to listen to the Lord. Mm. And and that would make the the use of whatever information he was privy to make it impactful. Absolutely. Because it could have just fallen on dead ears. He could have just said, oh, is that right? Okay. You know, time for lunch. <laughs> right. <laughs> whatever. But he responded with the will and the word of God coming forth. Um, I just wanted to read this to you. I'm sorry. Real quick. Second Timothy chapter three, which is what you referenced um, Le Charles, verse 16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. It is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Okay, there you go. That was for you, my love. Son, son, my love. Wait, Mm -hmm. number one, son, my love. Not that you're number two. Okay, let me stop talking. Go ahead. (laughs) Put that shovel away. I was going to, thank you, brother. (laughs) Dig that hole a little deeper. Number Who else one. has something they want to share? What's the Lord speaking to you about there, promise? Oh, yes. So, first the Lord wanted me to, wanted me to talk about verse uh, 24. Where it says, Whenever I journey to Spain, I shall come to you. For I hope to see you in my journey and to be helped on my way there by you. At first, I may, may enjoy your company for a while. One second. 
And so the Lord was talking to me about how Paul wasn't just demanding stuff and saying, you guys are going to help me because I helped you. I taught you about the Lord and how he was saying he was going to enjoy the company. Mm-hmm. And also, I just kind of liked how Paul wasn't just trying to butter them out to get stuff from them. Mm-hmm. But he genuinely, he genuinely meant what he said. Yes, he loved them. It was genuine. I appreciate that, too. Have we heard this before? What's that? Well, he says right there in, in verse, well, I'll say 22 through 24. Go to Romans 1. Romans 1 12? Nope. Uh, start in verse 8. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. So he did here. Mm-hmm. For my God is for God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son, that without ceasing, I make mention of you always in my prayers. So he did hear from the Holy Spirit. Hey, how about that? <laughs> Making request if by some means now at last they may find a way in the will of God to come to you. For I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established. That is that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith, both of you and me. Oh, actually, we verse 13 as well. Okay. Now, I do not want you to be unaware, brethren, that I often planned to come to you, but was hindered until now, that I might have some fruit among you also, just as among the other Gentiles. Does that not sound exactly or very similar to what he's writing about right now? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. A desire to just spend time with them. Right? Mm-hmm. Just like we're doing here today. Being in the presence of the Lord, fellowship together, discussing the Lord, His Word, allowing Him through His Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to teach us, <laughs> and discussing those things so we can all learn and grow and mm-hmm. be edified and built up together. Mm-hmm. You know, that's some of the best time that I've ever spent in my life is sitting or spending time with other believers that really love God and just talking about the things of God and edifying each other, but glorifying God in the meantime and in the process. That time is so satisfying. You know, like I've done things in my life and the world will go, well, that was fun or whatever, but I walked away empty. But this is this is the, the best time that I've ever had in my life. And I'm, I'm grateful when I leave. I'm thinking and going, yeah, God, meditating on that. And I'm left filled, overflowing, fulfilled, satisfied, and I feel clean. I, I feel holy. I feel closer to God. I feel purpose and, you know, directed. And I'm I, I just relish this time with other believers, you know. Isn't that kind of how our relationship started? Really solidified <laughs> and started happening? Mm-hmm. It was a time of just sitting in my backyard at the end of a long day of a cookout and just you and John and Sonny had stayed there. We were just talking and mm-hmm. enjoying the evening. It was a wonderful night. and mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit started ministering through you, specifically mm-hmm. to Sonny first, right? Mm-hmm. And then you asked me a question that caught me out of left field and uh, just amazing the way the Holy Spirit works. Amen. Through just a time of intimate fellowship, just of just hanging out, mm-hmm. talking to the things of the Lord. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And he continued. And we I mean, we stayed there for hours. We did. And, and spoke <laughs> and just let the Holy Spirit move and minister. And Yeah. 
Uh, now you and I had known each other for you know some some time before that, mm-hmm. but it was just a different environment and you know just a different opportunity for the Holy Spirit to move. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, and I don't mean to diminish the relationship at the level that we had it, but oh, the no. relationship went significantly deeper and Grew clearly exponentially, changed, yes. and we were grown together truly as mm-hmm. brothers and sisters in the Lord at, through that moment. Mm-hmm. Amen. At least Amen. I was. Absolutely. Amen. But, Amen. But let's look throughout throughout Scripture. Isn't that typically what it looks like? And how the Lord intended for it to be and, and being built up together? Yeah. We see that same thing happen. It, there is an aspect of gathering together. But it's gathering together and letting the Holy Spirit move or letting the Lord move through His Holy Spirit and minister mm-hmm. to each one their needs. Mm-hmm. Discussing them together, all being built up together. Not anyone has the answers, right? And we say that, I think, every podcast or just about, right? That's always the underlying thing is that not one of us has all the answers, but we're learning and growing together. And we go to the one who does have all the answers. Amen. Yes. I know the one who does have the answers. And saying what the Lord has told us to say and doing what the Lord has told us to do. Amen. Amen. That comes up all the time. Well, Mm -hmm. you know. That's the whole point, right? We're engaging in a relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Amen. And that's our pattern example. It's Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. Mm-hmm. We should be like Him. Mm-hmm. And that's what Paul was doing, paving the way here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And giving us a template to use for almost any situation that you're coming into as you're beginning that. Mm-hmm. Especially as... Um, how we are to gauge the people that the Holy Spirit has put into our life and the value that we place upon them and the importance of the way that we relate with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tying right back to that judging theme that keeps coming. Around. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's stuck here for a little bit, I've noticed. Yeah. Well, the Lord knows. Yes, He does. You know? Yes, He does. Who else has something they want to share? Were you still sharing promise? Or are you... No. Oh, okay. You're done? Okay. Anyone else? I just say this uh, as you guys were talking. It just reminded me of a story that I read in a Smith Wigglesworth devotional. And it was about Smith Wigglesworth had brought this one lady to the Lord. And then she asked him if she was still allowed to do all these things like gamble, smoke. He said, yes, you're allowed to do all these things, but... Then later that week, I guess, she came back and said, I found I have no appetite for this anymore. Mm. She had given up when she gave it to the Lord. She thought she wouldn't be able to survive without doing these things, but she found she survived better without them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Amen. So, but let's look at the, even that story, right? And, and you just brought this up, and it's something that we covered in the last few episodes mm-hmm. about judging. He could He could have, and many other pastors and or shepherds and and the like, other Christians, other believers, would condemn and say, no, no, you can't do any of those things anymore, right? Yes. But what happened? What did Wigglesworth do differently? He allowed, he gave her freedom so that way she can experience how she has been changed. He gave grace to her and, yes, freedom or the opportunity for the Holy Spirit to convict and to change. Right? Do we save someone, or is it the Lord that saves us and reveals to us all the things that we thought we needed or mattered 
or as Dean just brought out, brother, were of value, that we held to be of value in our lives. And he says, no, 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 these things have no value. The Lord is the pearl of great prize. Mm -hmm. He is the thing of value in our life and allow him to change us and, and have us be conformed to his image in his timing. Yes. All right, bearing with us and allowing us to go through the process. All right, we say it all the, all the time here. We've not arrived. Mm-hmm. But every day, um, I'm becoming more conformed to the image of Christ. A little bit more every day. Some days is a lot more. Other days, not as much, right? Yes. But I'm still pressing on. Mm-hmm. And allowing Christ to do his work in me. So that's a great point, sir. Do you have something you want to add, honey? Oh, just a scripture came to my mind. Um, uh, let me see. Mm, about forgetting the things that are behind us. Uh-huh. Uh, Romans Romans 12 1 therefore we also since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us looking unto Jesus the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God Amen Amen. Do you have something else you want to add, promise? No. Okay. You had your finger in the Bible, so I want to make sure and give you the opportunity. And uh, Philippians 3, verse 13. I'll read verse 12. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold, has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching Mm -hmm. forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal of the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 I think we should feel or sense, a sense is the better word, that we should just pause there for today and allow the Holy Spirit to speak and to minister to each of you. And of course, if there are any questions, we welcome you. We encourage you to reach out to contact us and we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to stand in the gap and stand in prayer with you if you submit any prayer for any prayer requests that you submit. And of course, and I'll say rejoice with you in celebrating the praise reports for all the things the Lord has done in your life and through you and in the lives of those around you. Mm-hmm. So, so in that, who would like to close us in prayer? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, just thank you for today. Just thank you for everything that you've done for us and just pointing out the mistakes and just making where you're able to show us who we should who we should trust and who we shouldn't. 
Lord, I also just thank you for putting people inside of our lives that help us come closer to to you and also redirect us if we need to be. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. Amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.